0: Michael, while I have repeatedly indulged your requests for validation in the past, this is clearly a cry for help. I am not expressing a desire
1: for validation, Doc. I'm merely declaring a fact, sternly and with little room for argument, by the way. And
0: that fact is? Marvel is better than DC. (laughs) Clearly, you've sustained an injury during our rift jump to this factory. We should take care of that as soon as we recover the Esmeralda fragments. You know, I recognize dismissive patronization pretty well, Doc. And I recognize a dissociative fugue state when I see one. DC Comics in the golden age of the 80s is, hands down, the better of the two superhero mythologies. And all I'm saying is that who cares about
1: someone's journey through the various stages of the monomyth if the guy or girl is already so mythological and powerful, you, as a reader, could care less. Spider-Man, a uh, blue-collar kid, raised by his aunt and uncle, works his way through college. I'm in. Batman. A trillionaire with nothing but time in his hands and a non-stop drive to take out evil byproducts of his own existence. Uh,
0: first world problems, buddy. I'm moving on. Are you conveniently ignoring the analogs, Michael? Take what you just remarked about Batman and add a healthy dose of narcissism, warmongering, and political profiteering... And you have your Iron Man. This pleases me. What's that, Higsby?
2: I never had the privilege to participate in a fly-on-the-wall observation of an actual Saturday afternoon comic book shop argument. Trust me, Higsby, it is no privilege. Yeah,
1: had this been an actual comic book shop argument, uh, there'd be a lot more 30-somethings gloating and a lot more 10-year-olds crying.
0: Yes, and speaking of crying, the comparisons begin and end with Superman. Oh yeah, how compelling. A god pretending to be human. Talk about disassociative. What's more compelling than a testament to the high watermark and universal appeal that is humanity? Superman. Yawn. The most powerful? The most noble? Okay, you two. Three. Freeze.
1: Two words, Doc. Franklin Richards. Oh,
0: please. He couldn't even make it in power Pack. Hey,
3: are you even listening to me? I am detecting a
1: possible hostile life form. Thanks for the heads up, Higsby. What
3: the heck are you doing here?
0: Yes, uh, please forgive the intrusion, ineffectual factory guard. My name is Professor Francis Oppenheimer Valdini. This is my somewhat delusional companion, Michael. Companion, huh? There would be no Batman without Robin, Actually,
2: Doctor, Dick Grayson's Robin didn't appear until Detective Comics number 38. Bucky Bonds, then. Oh, even better. We all know how that turned out. Is that a threat, Michael? You guys aren't really talking about comic books, are you?
1: Yeah, but with more of a focus on... Wait a minute, what's wrong with comics?
3: Well, I I just thought that they were for, you know, kids.
1: Oh man, here we go.
0: Oh dear. Am I tired of that old stigma? Indeed. Speaking of which, young man, what year is it in this timeline? The year? Yes, the year. Why does it seem that that question always invokes an incredulous response? Seems
2: like a fairly straightforward query
0: to me, Doctor. Never
1: mind. Uh, Look, pal, a good story is a good story, regardless of the medium. This stuff all
0: leads back to campfires under a starry night, and the dreams that followed.
3: I didn't mean that to. That is true,
0: young man. You may want to broaden your somewhat narrow horizons a bit to include sequential art. Although a recently coined term, it remains perhaps one of the most significant forms of communication and expression. Okay, in your... enough. Who the hell are you jerks, and what are you doing here? Whoa, whoa!
1: Just calm down, John Candy from vacation. We're not here to. I'm sorry I called you guys
3: the J word. Uh, come again? It's my first night, Noland. And look, I I didn't know that I'd actually have to deal with intruders. They didn't even cover that in training. But you're a security guard, right? Yeah. How long was this uh,
0: training? Uh, About 20 minutes. My manager had a split. Oh,
1: 20 minutes. Well, they must have covered everything else.
0: Yes, excellent. Look, impromptu security person, we have a job to do here, so if you don't Now hold on a second. How did you folks just appear out of nowhere? Hardly from nowhere, young quasi-sentry. Were I to spontaneously appear from nothing, my inaugural conversation certainly wouldn't be the one I am currently embroiled in with my associate here. Associate now. Pretty liberal with those demotions, Doc. Real mature. Mature! Glass houses, Michael! Okay, that's it. Who are you
1: guys? Okay, we're from a rift in time space trying to... You know what? Uh, Go
0: ahead and tell him, Doc. There's no way I'm reciting that again. Oh, come on. Absolutely not.
2: Perhaps one of your
3: printed origin cards would suffice, Doctor. Ah, yes, Higsby, of course. Um, Ah, here you are. Greetings. I am Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini, and I am here to tell you that your timeline is doomed. If a term or idea that you would like further information on appears at any point during this origin tale, please request a supplemental materials card.
0: Uh, you don't have to read it out loud. Oh, Okay.
3: Yes, and please avoid
0: libraries and theaters showing subtitled films whenever possible.
2: Dr. Mike, the fragments have resurfaced and I've isolated their current location. Hey, um... Freddy. Freddy, uh, let's walk and talk, uh, read. Sound good? <laughs> the Esmeralda energy signature is just ahead.
3: Excellent. Hey, do you have any more info on the, uh, um, the Hadron
0: Effect? Uh, yes, I believe so. Ah, uh, uh, well, here we are. Supplemental card 7B. Thanks!
3: Oh, uh, sorry, Doc. I already have this one. This is the one on the weaponization of the Hadron stuff and how you used it to fracture the timeline. Ah, yes, right. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, Cod 9C? That looks like it. Thanks. No problem at all. Uh, uh, let me know when you get to the silver foil cards. They have a puzzle image on the back that form a mosaic of the Hadron bugger layout.
3: Neat.
2: We have arrived, Doctor and Mike. The fragments are just beyond this secure door. Oh,
3: now, hold on, fellas. Sorry, but that
2: area is off-limits.
3: And why is that? Well, first off, it... it says so on the door. Look, man. Freddy, we appreciate
1: the fact that this is a highly irregular experience for you. I'll no say. No amount of training could have prepared
0: you for this. But we understand that. We understand what you're going through. Jeez. Thanks, guys. Freddy, our mission is of the utmost importance to the universe. To, to every universe. The information in those cards should have illuminated that indelible fact for you. Well... There's a lot to absorb. Maybe on the second reading. No, I'm the same way with anything Grant Morrison writes. Freddy, there's no time! We need to get what's on the other side of that door before this entire timeline succumbs uh, to- uh,
1: Look, uh, Freddy, um, you're an important part of, of this, uh, team. Really? Yeah, a, a critical part, man. So much so that, well, here. Uh, Michael, I wouldn't- Doc, he's earned it. <laughs> this is one of our wrist communicators. It allows us to communicate through any timeline. It's yours. Whoa, really? Thanks, Michael. Mike is fine. Now, Freddy, can you get us through that door?
3: We're the team, you betcha. Good lord. Cool. This is the main plastics engine room. It powers the whole facility. At least that's what it says in one of the manuals, I think. Yes, excellent.
0: Ashley, how do we look?
4: Very well, Doctor now optimal for extraction of the fragments. Excellent.
0: Ready, Higsby?
2: Ready, Doctor.
0: Engage. Did he just say... Yeah. <laughs> extraction complete. Excellent. Excellent work.
3: Okay, let's go. Go. But what about... What's this then? Well, what what does the team do next? Ah,
0: I see. Uh, Michael, I'll let you take this one.
1: Jeez, thanks. So, uh, Freddy, uh, we have to get a move on. Okay, where to? Oh. We have to head back to the bunker to finish up the work we... Well, it's all in those origin cards you got there. You can keep those, by the way.
0: Okay, team. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. But I want to come with you! No way! But, uh, you, you can't. Why
1: not? I thought I was part of the team. And you are. It's just that, well, you wouldn't survive the specialized atmosphere in the bunker. It's been treated with a special mix of, um... Uh, Higsby? A balanced
2: mix of approximately 78% nitrogen and 20% oxygen with trace amounts of various other gases, similar to Earth's atmosphere. Y-
1: yeah, see? Your lungs would burst with that much nitrogen.
3: Jeez, yeah. It does seem like a lot of nitrogen.
1: Just looking out for you, Freddy. And besides, we'll need you to keep an eye out down here for uh, potential threats. Really? Yeah, you're
0: like our West Coast Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. Awesome! Will do, Michael
3: Higgsby and Dr.
0: Oppenheimer. Just Mike is fine. T-minus, let's get this
1: show on the proverbial road, people! Okay, well, uh, we'll be seeing you. Keep in touch, Freddy. Will do, Michael. Just Mike.
3: I'll just call you guys when I need you on this RISCOM you gave RISCOM? Wait, don't- Part of the team. This is definitely the start of things going your way, Freddy Plazington. Emergency. Plastics reactor at critical temperature. Potential meltdown imminent. Meltdown. Emergency. Mm. To get that one up the one back. In the year 2008,
0: in a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space time, remaking our world in the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now, Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is, desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines, the only way they know how, by hosting a podcast. Hadron Gospel Hour! Written by Michael McWilkin and Richard Wentworth. Starring Richard Wentworth, Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, and Kevin Harrington. With special guests, Katie Falvey, Wendy McLean, and Tim Conway. And now, the hour has arrived. West Coast Avengers, indeed. Seriously, Michael? Come on.
1: Welcome back,
0: everyone.
3: Hadronites assemble!
1: I kind of felt bad for the guy. So you
0: gave him one of our risk communicators. Excellent. Oh, he can sleep in your room. He's not going to come here.
5: What are you guys
0: talking about? You are not going to believe this, uh... Cyrus! Cyrus. Michael took the liberty of starting a brand new chapter of our little bunker society. He's a security guard. Yes, well, perhaps he can guard us against a certain proclivity for poor decision-making. Ah. <sighs> No good deed goes unpunished in the Rift.
4: Definitely the Maverick leader. Agreed. And Doc is the noble leader. Actually, I was thinking the other way around, Cyrus.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll bite. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Oh,
4: right. Well, spawning from the ongoing and somewhat redundant conversation you and Dr. Oppenheimer were engaged in during your Rift Jump, Cyrus and I started discussing team dynamics and classic superhero mythos. Yeah! You got your noble leader, your practical leader, your ask-no-questions, team player. Ah,
2: this pleases me. Other archetypes include the brute force power tank, the councilor. Oh, well, that's clearly Ashley.
4: Ah, uh, thanks, Mike. The lone wolf, like Wolverine. That's me, obviously.
5: Obviously.
2: obviously. So, I guess that makes me the...
4: Actually, Higsby, Cyrus and I had a bit of difficulty deciding on a definitive role for you.
2: Oh, I see.
4: Don't worry! It's a good thing, Higsby! You've got a lot going on! No less invaluable, Higsby. Just harder to pin down into a somewhat arbitrary category. Ah.
2: This intrigues me. Hmm. I'd say Higsby
1: straddles the divide between the team player and the tank.
4: Agreed, Mike. That's the compromise I arrived at. I thought I was the tank!
0: Multi-role team placement. This pleases me. Nonetheless, stay vigilant, Higsby. The tank archetype, generally perceived as the most powerful obstacle, is usually the first member of the group to be incapacitated. Oh.
4: Don't worry, Higsby. I may be a brooding Santa Colonna, but I'd never let that happen to you. Ditto, Higsby. Except for the brooding part. That's just ridiculous. Thank
2: you, Cyrus and Ashley.
1: Yeah, but just in case, you may want to avoid wearing hats or t-shirts with Target logos on them.
2: Wearing any sort of apparel. This pleases me. Yes, well... Uh, speaking
0: of targets, Ashley, how did we fare on our fragment gathering? Very well,
4: Doctor. As you know, this location indicated a very high concentration of fragments.
0: Yes, more than we've ever seen. Most exciting.
4: Calculating. Total fragments gathered today, 257,388. Nice! Nice job, Gar! Uh, I mean, Gar. Who cares? That's a little less brooding loner and a lot more petulant teenager, Cyrus.
0: Somewhat more troubling than Cyrus's vague grasp of the Gloomcast is that the number of fragments retrieved appears substantially lower than what was expected, yes? You are correct,
2: Doctor. The original scan revealed in excess of 500,000 fragments. I thought so. Did we drop some? Negative, Mike.
0: Perhaps we should ring up the newest member of the team and have him check for us. He was remarkably handy with that flashlight. Okay, look. I gave him a risk calm to move things along.
1: Maybe not the best idea, but it worked, right? Here we are, back in the bunker with the fragments ready for our next adventure.
4: Well, you can count me out! I work alone. Is that not odd I smell coming from your room, Cyrus?
1: I don't know, Michael. Look, trust me, that guy will never use the- Is that? Is that the- It's the RISCOM ring, Michael! Oh, really? Sounds kind of,
0: I don't know, different than mine. In this instance, it is literally impossible to avoid an I told you so, Michael. So you might as well just pick it up. (sighs) Fine. Hello? Told you so. Freddy!
1: Is that... you? I can't understand... What's that? I can't understand... Guys, I think Freddy's in trouble. It's a bad connection,
0: but he definitely sounds distressed. Ashley, are you able to pinpoint coordinates?
4: Call traced set. Excellent.
0: Would you be so kind as to open a rift door and retrieve Michael's new roommate?
4: What the... Holy... What happened to him? He appears to be encased in some form of malleable synthetic material... Higsby,
0: can you alter or remove the substance from the afflicted host? Strangely enough, Doctor...
2: Really?
6: Well, what in God's name is
2: it? The material appears to be semi-organic, but there is an unstable nature to it that...
0: Analyze.
2: Doc, we've got to get him out of here. <laughs> Michael, I'm sorry, but
0: we'll need more information as to its origin before we can even begin to... What's he doing?
2: The subject is be some sort of coded, gesture-based message.
0: Charades. Uh, okay. Um,
1: one word. Big. Yeah. Uh, first word, uh, what's the ear thing again? Sounds like. Right, thanks. Uh, sounds like uh, a tree. No, wider than a tree?
6: What does a tree sound like again? I wish I can see this. You
4: guys take at describing visual kill.
2: Not helping, Cyrus.
4: Not that I care. My throat is in the shadow. The subject appears
2: to be scrapping the last clue.
4: Three syllables. First syllable.
2: Uh, cross symbol. Uh, pirates? X? It's X.
1: Great job, Mike. Thanks, Ash. Okay, next syllable. Mm. Baby
2: carriage? Shopping cart? Underwater fiber optic cable layer? Lawn -lawn? Mm.
0: Doc, you gonna jump in on this? Absolutely not. Uh, I thought I might point out the fact that we are surrounded by keyboards with accompanying screens and writing utensils, but what possible good could those provide under these particular circumstances? Uh, Freddy? Why don't you just type out what happened to you? Are you sure, Michael? You and your team of three additional people were doing such a bang-up job on that second syllable of the first word in what is likely to be a string I'm of detecting many... I'm a hint of sarcasm. Uh, guys, could you confirm?
1: Confirmed. Confirmed.
4: Who cares?
1: Well, he's calmed down and is napping in my room downstairs.
0: Hope that plastic stuff doesn't leak.
2: I can neither confirm nor deny that this is a possibility. Well, that's a relief.
0: Higsby, Ashley, and I were just discussing the details of Freddy's predicament laid before us. Quite a story, eh, Michael? Yeah. What are the chances that place blows up moments after we leave?
2: And Freddy somehow surviving. Did we cause it somehow? Doubtful. The extraction of the Esmeralda fragments from the factory's generator should have normalized the reactor, if any. Well, you'd think so, but who the hell uses a nuclear reactor in their plastics factory?
0: Cold War hearsay aside, Michael, it's really just a glorified steam engine. Quite efficient, quite safe. Well, except for the ones that blow
1: up.
2: There is no accounting for human error, I'm afraid. Oh,
1: so this is specifically my fault, then. Well, on behalf of all humankind, let me just emphatically...
4: I've just completed a full review of the mission data.
0: Excellent, Ashley. Any abnormalities? Yeah, besides all of it?
4: As expected, while there were some mild fluctuations in the cores themselves, the extraction of the Esmeralda fragments returned all detectable energy levels to nominal states. So,
0: we actually fixed it? It would appear so, Michael. Anything else, Ashley? There was a massive
4: and immediate fluctuation just milliseconds before the explosion.
0: So, no meltdown, then.
4: No fusion activity detected.
0: Well, there's your human error, Higsby. Affirmative, Doctor. You think it was deliberate?
2: Someone triggered that explosion.
4: Oh, t- ah! oh,
3: sorry to startle you. I was just... a
2: human synthetic material hybrid. <laughs> I, of course, knew you were there. Hey, your voice sounds... we can hear you. Oh, yeah. Weird, right? I
3: was laying down, trying to focus and concentrate on this stuff I'm covered with. After a minute or two, I relaxed just enough to open a kind of, a air tube from my mouth to the wrist comm.
0: Oh, right. We're hearing you over our wrist comms.
3: Cool, man. Freddy,
0: are you saying that you can elicit some sort of... Change in this substance's form?
3: I guess so. A few minutes before that, I added a few inches to the parts covering the soles of my feet. So now I'm taller! So,
0: prior to creating a means to communicate with those around you, you made yourself a little taller. Yeah!
3: Pretty wild, I know. A little tricky to walk.
0: <gasps> yes, excellent.
3: You
4: gotta have priorities, John.
1: Well, that's, uh, that's amazing, Freddy. Controlling that stuff, it's like a uh, superpower.
3: Holy crap! is like a superpower we should oh sorry what's wrong well i used the c-word again not happy about that
4: <sighs> oh hey is that you ashley yes freddy nice to hear you finally how did you know my? I... oh you're in these neat collectible cards that dr oppenheimer gave me lent it's the whole origin story
3: so far you're definitely the counselor uh that's right freddy i've already met mike and higsby I'm assuming Cyrus is in the hall.
4: Maybe I am, and maybe
3: I ain't. Yes, excellent. I can't wait to add my part to the origin. Uh,
0: come again? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, seltzer. Sometimes I think it's just you and me out here in the vast expanses of the universe. Hello, Doctor. Good heavens! Higsby, you startled-
6: Apologies, Doctor. I felt I needed to reveal something to you that happened earlier. What's this then? Do you remember earlier when I said that I, of course, knew Freddy was there? Of course. How could I forget
0: such a distinctive and meaningful moment culled from our collective histories?
6: Well, I was not being entirely truthful. I did not sense his approach at all. So, the precise opposite of truth then? More or less. You see, the substance he's covered in is quite perplexing to me. It seems to phase in and out of quantum layers. So, similar to you... Gah! Be. Michael! How long were you... I totally knew Mike was there. And yes, similar in behavior to mine, but indeterminably different in nature. Well, he wants to come along with us on our fragment run tomorrow. Maybe we can get some more answers there. Absolutely not!
0: Michael, this strange sense of obligation you harbor for this complete stranger has grown more than tedious. We need to cut this
6: fellow loose! Look, Doc, until we know for sure what caused this... At the very least, we him a little bit of investigation. We were the last people present in that factory, Doctor, before it exploded. Save for Fred. I will not
0: have our ongoing mission thwarted by happenstance and unwarranted obligation. I
4: say send him back immediately. Impossible, I'm afraid. God. Whoa! Whoa! Jeez. Ashley! You- Startled you? I know. It's because you're all whispering again. Yes. We don't want our wayward foundling
0: overhearing these impromptu proceedings.
1: Yeah, he may take offense to all of these clearly negative and dismissive opinions behind his
3: back.
0: Not true, Michael. We have no idea of the extent of his powers, nor of its potential to harm us. That's why I'm the noble leader archetype. How is whispering noble? You really hate whispering,
1: don't you, Mike? Anyway, no need.
4: I can tell you if he stops snoring.
1: Sounds good to me. What did you mean by impossible, Ashley?
4: The timeline that Freddy originated from is... no more.
1: Oh. Well, there goes that idea, I guess.
0: Well, regardless, he cannot stay here. However, Doc, we... No howevers on the other hands or neverthelesses, Michael. The first suitable, semi-stable timeline we find will be his new permanent habitat. I will not have... Shh.
6: Did
4: he stop snoring, Ashley? No, but it looks like I just found my new superpower. <laughs>
0: okay, everyone, stay close, stay vigilant, and remember where we parked. Uh, so to speak.
3: Wow! Now this is a great place to fight crime. Good heavens. Uh,
0: Freddy, that's
1: not really what we do. Really? Yeah, we're more like a recovery team
2: for, uh... The shattered and far-flung fragments of Dr. Oppenheimer's de-instituted wife. A direct result of his unorthodox and perilous actions involving... Save it for
0: the origin cards, Higsby. And, Michael, we do court a certain degree of, shall we say, justifiable heroics, wouldn't you say? Well, kind of. Kind of? Well... I'd say we're more like interdimensional
1: guidance counselors uh, with a knack for messing up in such a way that everything turns out sort of okay in the end, right? This pleases me.
0: Well, that subdued description certainly isn't going to move a lot of merchandise, Michael. There's
3: got to be some good we could do in a city this size. Can't we just take a gander in some alleyways
5: and dive bars?
1: Oh, perchance to dream. Let's just focus on finding the fragments we came for.
5: And... Help! Stop! That man just stole my purse!
1: you got to be kidding me. Now's our chance. I've got this one, team. Ready, wait! Higsby, uh, track Freddy and
2: make sure we don't lose him. Tracking. Michael,
0: I doubt he'll make much headway with those homespun elevator shoes. Maybe, but we don't want to...
2: Whoa, look at that. that. Freddy has transmuted the material on the bottom of his soles to something with considerably more viscosity. He looks like he's skating at 50 miles per hour. Loath to say, but impressive. He's already caught up with the criminal. I'll take that. Crime doer. Well, you think so, do you? Well, why don't you take a few of these? No. The crime doer has produced a projectile weapon. What the? Holy cow, Freddy, uh, are you okay?
1: Yeah, hey, hold on a sec. I didn't
0: feel a thing. The mysterious plastic material surrounding your body reacted to the imminent threat posed by the high-velocity projectiles and must have...
1: Parted the point of deflection? Precisely! Well, chalk that one up for the good guys, I guess.
3: Oh, here you are, ma'am. I... Uh... uh
2: unaware of his bullet immunity, Freddy much the purse to shield his front-facing vital organs from the crime-doer's attack. Are we really sticking with crime-doer?
3: Well, anywho, here's what's left of your purse. Uh,
5: thanks. I guess. I guess I'll just call a cab with the top part of my shattered phone.
0: Yikes. Tough room. I was just trying to help. Don't give it another thought, Freddy. This was a successful experiment, albeit a risky one. We've identified a major power you now possess. Also,
2: skate speeding. Of
0: course. Speed skating, definitely a plus there somewhere. Look, I'm going to run into the automat over there. Apparently the fragments we seek are floating in a jellied cottage cheese and tomato salad dish. Really? The the automat? You sure someone else wouldn't have already grabbed it by now? You heard me say jellied cottage cheese, didn't you, Michael? I
3: don't know. I thought people would appreciate my coming to their aid. This isn't shaping up to be the origin story, I'd
1: hope for. Ah, don't worry about her. All these big cities are jaded. This might be too much at once, Freddy. We should probably try another location, something mid-level. Yeah? Like where? Ashley, you ready with the next jump
0: coordinates? Ready, Mike. Next stop. Suburbia? Suburbia. You see, Freddy, the big city is awash with both heroic and non-heroic activity. It all gets lost in the din. But here, in Suburbia, where the suburbs meet Utopia. People won't stop talking about any big event. Like thwarting
1: crime, or Mr. Johnson's illegal tool shed, built without the town council's approval...
0: Perish the thought. Okay, team, let's get our bearings and examine our immediate area.
3: Sounds good. I'm going to go take a whiz on that bush over there.
0: Uh, marvelous. I'll cross that off the list then.
3: Hey, Doc, did you notice...
0: Notice that it was you this time that initiated the whispering sequence? Yes, that I did. Freddy
1: keeps chatting with someone over his wristcom when he's not talking to us. Hmm. Any idea who?
0: C- can you identify any signals other than ours, Higsby?
6: Negative still unable to penetrate the dense, seemingly supernatural material of Freddy's outer shell. It fills me with a sense of what I assume is akin to unimaginable dread. Of course, having never sensed such a thing, I'm allowing a subjective approximation of a sensation just to speed things Yes, spot.
0: much appreciated. Michael, Freddy has experienced much upheaval and trauma these past few days. Perhaps he's just lost his mind a smidge and isn't actually talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Higsby
1: filled with dread, another potential madman in our midst. Are you guys trying to cheer me up?
3: All done. Ready to rock the suburbs. With justice.
0: See what can happen when you whisper converse? Freddy, curious. Who else are you in communication with on your stolen, borrowed... uh, Borrowed risk communicator?
3: Oh, that's just my boss. Your boss? Yeah. He stayed in communication with me after the blast. Just checking in. Probably worried about some kind of work-related litigation. I'm past that now, though. Fighting
2: crime! Your employer survived the...
0: Hey, my bike. That's my bike. Not on my watch. Hey, you.
3: Give that kid back his bike.
0: I apologize for taking what is clearly your property. That's okay. It's more important to me that you realize the error of your ways. Huh. That went well.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and and don't let me catch you doing anything like this again, kid.
0: Oh, I won't. My criminal proclivities are a thing of the past. Thank you for your assistance in this matter, sir. Seems sincere. but if there's a lower-key response, I can't imagine it.
3: Are you guys making fun of me?
0: Of course not. The boy's bike is off in his first encounter with a vehicle of his own, and thusly, a precious thing. I owe you my life. Have a pleasant evening. Well, an effective transaction for sure. But I fear not one that revealed any more layers of your potential powers, Freddy.
2: Suburbia is a strange place. You said it.
1: So, Freddy, uh, what's the superhero name going to be?
3: Oh, I've been giving that a lot of thought, Mike. I have Quickly, a... team. I have an idea. Over here. Towards that patrol
0: car. This pleases me. Doc, I don't think this is such a... Excuse us, officers. Uh, could we have a word?
5: What is it, citizen?
0: We are uh, making a sort of uh, a documentary, if you will. And uh, we are wondering if you'd be so kind as to take some time from your busy, but no less and quite clearly important schedules and... Ride along. Sure. I'll in. Suburbia is weird.
5: So what's with the floating box? I'm Higsby. Higsby
1: is our uh, camera. He's equipped with an advanced AI so as to not uh, miss any critical shots.
2: Gives us, the filmmakers, more room to direct? Uh, yes. Artificially Enhanced Camera. Higsby is one of your. Our? Yes. One of our <laughs> acronyms. It stands for Hovering Image, Gathering, uh, Graphic, Simulator. Uh, uh, Checks out. What's this documentary
0: about, anyways? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's a documentary on suburban heroics. Uh, everyday heroes, such as yourselves, lives at risk and whatnot.
5: Oh, there's plenty of that for sure. I haven't seen my wife in. Car 23, car 23,
0: please proceed to a 617 in progress at 16 Watmore Street in the Edgeworth section. That's our cue. Light
2: my pace.
3: Time to work. This pleases me. What's a 617?
0: Domestic dispute. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. What is it? Police.
5: And a documentary crew.
0: Open up. What seems to be the problem, officers?
5: We receive reports of a 617 occurring at this residence.
0: Uh, 617, domestic dispute.
5: Well, I suppose that wasn't the case. No.
0: Yeah, we just like to throw pots and pans. Is that right?
5: Yeah, it's kind of our thing. Let, let me take, let me take a crack at this, officer.
1: Freddy, I, I wouldn't. Sounds
5: like a good idea to me. Yeah?
1: Sure. Go for it. Make sure that hovering image gathering graphics simulator B series is up and running,
0: of course.
3: Okay, um, citizens, look, you can't. Go around just throwing pots and pans at each other.
0: Oh um, no.
3: No no. It's just not respectful.
5: Even if it's our thing?
3: No! That shouldn't be anyone's thing. It's noisy and potentially dangerous, not only to yourselves, but to your neighbors too. You should love and respect each other.
0: Love and respect, huh?
3: Throw kisses instead of pans, I always say. He
0: always says that. So what not it be, citizens?
5: You know what? Thank you, documentary person, for showing us the error of our ways. Seriously? Yes. This man means the world to me. And it's high time I recognize that fact. Thank you. Yes,
0: we owe you our lives. And our newly blossoming relationship and renewed dedication to a peaceful cohabitation will serve as a hallmark for all you have done for us on this day. Have a pleasant evening.
5: Well. Job well done, I'd say.
0: I would say that
1: also. Well, that went equally well.
3: Guys, this isn't working for me. What's that now? What good's being a superhero if the response is so subdued and
0: meh. Freddy, the path of a true hero is fraught with many a varied form of peril. Some more difficult to fathom than others, but
3: no less... Yeah, yeah. He said you'd say that. Who said? My boss.
0: Hold on. Superhero? I thought you said you were a documentarian. Oh,
2: well, he's sort of... Three,
5: six, seven, that most, uh, Hear that? There's a 1207 in progress not three blocks from here.
2: What's a 1207? Dinosaur attack. Come again?
0: Caesar's ghost! We'd better get out of here! Higsby! What are you
3: guys talking about? This is more like it.
0: Freddy, wait! Let him go, Michael. What better way to get an accurate gauge of his potential powers?
2: He said you'd say that too!
0: Well, I gotta see this. Uh, See you there, guys.
2: Right behind you, mate.
0: Hmm. Ashley, are you there? Yes, Doctor. Ashley, are you able to trace any of these signals yet from Freddy's wrist communicator?
4: Not really, Doctor. Although I can tell it's definitely a signal that is being purposefully masked, and positively not from Freddy's original timeline. Now non-existent.
0: Curious. Who could he be talking to?
4: Well, whomever it is, Doctor. They most certainly have the ability to traverse multiple timelines.
0: Good lord, Ashley. What sort of boss is this, I wonder? Great Scott!
1: Oh man, the suburbs are so weird! Michael,
5: what happened? Never seen anything like it. A
0: 1207 taken down by 508 and less than 300. In the middle
2: of a town-wide 787.
5: Never seen anything like it. So, numbers, then. Doctor, it
2: was quite a sight to behold. Freddy was able to eject the still mysterious material from his body, covering and incapacitating the hostile lizard creature. Just awesome. All in a
3: day's work for your friendly neighborhood, Freddy Plastic. Ooh, we owe you our lives. Have a pleasant evening.
0: Well, Freddy, looks like the majority of your powers have been fully realized.
3: Yeah. He said you'd say that, too. And it's Freddy Plastic, by the way.
0: What?
1: Now see here. I'd cut him some slack, talk. He's probably riding high in this victory here, and...
2: Man, this place is so weird. Look. He's communicating with his boss again via call.
0: We need to get to the bottom of this boss character, Toot sweet. Probably not a bad idea.
2: Let's call it a night, though,
0: and get back to the bunker. I'm beat. Very well, but I have some choice words for our newly decorated associate, Mr. Freddy Plastic. Fine by me. You ready to split, Freddy Plastic? Uh,
3: yeah. Just a sec, Mike. Officers, do you have a plan for this creature? I'm not sure how long the plastic will hold.
5: No problem, Super Documentarium. We've got a protocol for this. Really? Dinosaur attacks?
1: Sure do. Jeez. If I had a nickel for every dinosaur we had to contend with around here, well,
5: you'd sure have a lot of nickels. Sure would. Okay. Well. Good luck. Hey, we owe you our lives. It's, it's not that—that's not necessary.
1: It's true. We can't thank you enough.
5: There are no words.
3: Okay. Well, if that's the case, then let's just. You should have a pleasant evening. Uh, okay, we'll do. The suburbs are so weird.
1: I know,
0: right?
3: <laughs>
0: Blast it! I refuse to sleep in the shadow of an unknown benefactor. I need to get to the bottom of this. Ashley! Ashley! Hm.
4: Ah, Cyrus, correct?
0: I'm going to check on Ashley and Michael, then get our plasticine friend from bed and have a sort of 3 a.m. emergency team meeting. Give a shout if you hear him before I rouse the others, yes? Yes, excellent.
3: <gasps> Ashley, I'll need you to- Good heavens! I'm... sorry, Doctor. Freddy! What is the meaning of this? It's Freddy Plastic now, Doctor.
0: And there's someone that wants to speak with Freddy, you. Freddy... Freddy Plastic. Uh, hear me. This behavior is below you, but if you've hurt any of Spoken my-
3: Spoken like a true arch-nemesis, Doctor.
0: A true...? Who are you?
3: I told you, Doctor. It's my boss. The only guy really looking out for me.
0: Your boss? The man who undertrained you to guard a nuclear-powered factory that ultimately exploded? I told
3: you he'd say Why that. would
0: you even listen to that wrist chipmunk in the first because place?
3: He was the one that pulled me from the blast. The blast that you set.
0: <laughs> that I set? Preposter- Hold on. How did he survive the blast? Safety vault. Safety vault.
3: He, he said he was cleaning it.
0: Cleaning a vault. A sealed radiation-proof vault. At 2 a.m.
6: You know where he's going with this,
3: right? I know where you're going with this.
0: Freddy, that chipmunk man is not your ally. Enough.
6: It's...
3: It's clear to me that... Look, I'm a superhero now. After 30 years of bumping around life from one vague purpose to the next, this happens to me. A clearly defined role in the universe. I can finally say that... I could do what I've always wanted to do. And help people. But now... There's so much more at stake. Difficult choices I've never had to make before that can potentially affect a lot of people.
0: And what motivates these choices now, Freddy?
3: The other guys on the team were right. You need roles for things to work. Throughout all this, I realized... We realized... We realized that the counterbalance to the struggle is you, the Doctor. You are the Alpha and Omega to my origin story. My arch-nemesis.
4: <laughs> What's that like?
3: Oh, Sorry. Let me move from that.
1: <clears throat> Freddy, don't let this new sense of purpose cloud your views here, man. I, I, I know the doc; he's not arch nemesis material. Why not? An arch nemesis is singular in purpose, inflexible, uh, unrelenting, while the doc has a steadfast, resolute approach to most things. Actually, kind of brusque, discourteous at times. <laughs> the point is, you're a good guy, Freddy, and the greatest power you may possess is the ability to discern the good from the bad and others. Use that
0: insight now. I am not interested in being a leader right now, Freddy. Or a hero. I'm just interested in keeping my friends safe. And also reconstituting my subatomically collapsed wife, Esmeralda, and healing the ever-expanding rift in space-time. But we are all responsible for our own choices, Freddy. And the joy, grief, or regret it generates. As a man who lives in the shadow of regret and loss, I cannot begin to articulate I ask you. I beg of you to ask yourself. The one question I preface every decision I now make. Are you prepared to live with the choices you're about to make? Lack of confinement.
1: This pleases me. Thanks, Freddy.
4: That plastic stuff doesn't taste good at all. System reboot. <laughs> complete. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just so confused. Big mistake, Freddy. You're in grave danger there on that bunker. Grave danger.
0: Ashley, can you trace that signal yet?
4: Negative, Doctor. It's being jammed at the point of origin. Who, my
3: boss? He's back at the factory, sifting through the rubble for insurance purposes. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: Freddy, we hate to be the ones that tell you this. Your
0: timeline is no more.
4: What? Soon after the factory explosion and your arrival at the bunker, your timeline was consumed by forces released during the fracturing of the rift. My homeworld?
3: I'm afraid so.
5: Sorry, Fred. Well, heck,
3: who needs an arch nemesis if I have an exploded homeworld? Pleases me. I mean, what's better motivation than that to seek out justice throughout the universe, not just in my neighborhood?
0: Perhaps the greatest origin story of all time, Freddy. It's
3: okay.
1: Radioactive spider bite is more. My... Michael. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, that's one for the ages, Freddy.
3: Well, thanks for everything, guys. I'm off. Off where?
1: You're leaving?
3: Yeah. I know what I can do now. I just need to find my way around the universe. By my place, you know? Also, I don't want to mess with the perfect team dynamic you guys already have.
4: That's true. You can't have
3: two Wolverines.
0: Well then, Godspeed, Freddy Plastic.
3: Oh, you know what? Doctor, here. I'm now able to remove the Risk Communicator.
0: Here you go. Keep it, Freddy. Really? Yes. Friends should have direct means of communication. No matter what the distance or what objects separate them. What about teammates, Doc? Eh, let's just stick with friends, shall we? Wow.
3: Thanks, Doc. Thank you all for, for
0: being there at the beginning of all of this. Ashley, a rift portal for our friend, if you would.
4: Opening we'll rift.
3: Goodbye.
4: Goodbye. 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 I'll, I'll be the shame. I'll, soon. I'll soon. Farewell. farewell. Farewell.
3: farewell. 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 Go now. Go now. Doc Shannon. See you all again in
2: justice. That justice line needs a little work. Indeed. Doctor, curious, I didn't hear a coordinate request. Where exactly did Freddy jump to? Damned if I know.
0: Ashley, still no information on that boss character. Negative,
4: Doctor. He sure had a funny chipmunk voice. I used to do that with the speed of all my records as a kid. It proves everything in my opinion.
0: Yes, excellent. Could it be? No way it's that simple. Ashley, slow the recording of the chipmunk boss's voice for us. Say 20%.
4: Re rendering. Playing. Big mistake, Freddie. You're in grave danger there on that bunker. Grave danger. Oh no. It's Barry Starr. Star. You've
0: been listening to Hadron Gospel Hour. Produced by Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin. For more episodes, please visit us at iTunes. We can also be found at hadrongospelhour.com, on Twitter at Hadron or at Facebook at HGH Show. Please rate and review us at iTunes, drop us a comment, or send us a message and let us know you're listening. Every little bit helps. We'll see you next time for Hadron Gospel Hour!